What's the tip that could save someone's ass in a really specific scenario? Shut the frick up. Seriously. If the cops are asking you questions about a crime or potential crime, shut the frick up. In roughly 90% of criminal cases, the prosecution's strongest evidence is the defendant's own statements. If someone tries to kidnap you do not let them transport you, fight, scratch, die bc if you don't, the second place they take you will be much worse. If you ever find yourself on a horse that is out of control pull one rein so that its head is all the way around, touching your foot slash its shoulder, a horse cannot buck, bolt or ear in this stance it can run madly in a tight circle, but it will tire and stop eventually. Plenty of stories of people going on tourist riding trips, or entered horses at weddings, or guided trail rides where a horse spooks, or loses it, and someone's just hanging on for dear freaking life. It's called a one rain stop. It could save your life. Bess, if it's black, fight back. If it's brown, lay down. If it's white, good night. If you're a male and test positive on a pregnancy test there is a possibility that you have cancer. If you get a tooth knocked out, don't put it on ice, to take to the hospital put it in milk. Also if you get a body part severed, put it in a bag, and then put the bag on ice, don't put the body part directly in the ice. Raccoon in the day, stay away, raccoon at night, he ate. Don't ever catch a falling gun, by law. Manufacturers have to make firearms drop safe, so that they won't go off if they're dropped. The chance that you just dropped a lemon is much, much smaller than the chance you'll accidentally catch it by the trigger and set it off. Just let it hit the ground. When dealing with cops, or any armed authority, ask before you reach for anything, or pull out any objects. X, my wallet is in my pocket. Can I show it to you? If coyotes begin harassing you in the woods, Stay loud and aggressive, until you can walk to safety. They won't risk an injury, unless they are weak and starving. If you ever get stabbed, shot with an arrow, and or impaled by something, don't take it out. Leaving it in could mean the difference between bleeding out, and being able to make it to a hospital. If you are caught in a large amount of water flowing very fast, put your legs together and out in front of you, while lying back, like you would on a couch. Bring the tips of your toes just above water level and push your hips towards the sky. Only use toys with flared bases. Nobody wants to end up in the air with a cucumber up their ass. This actually happened to two friends of mine. You don't have to believe me, but I satisfied myself that it happened. This was the late 1980s, when we were all terrible people. My friends went on a drinking and driving tour of the backwoods of Virginia that lasted all night. They were on the highway coming home in daylight, when a state trooper pulled them over for something. Neither knew what. The officer walked up to the window, and asked for ID. My friend the driver, who was also in training to be a police officer, looked at the officer and said, Hey, you were on the cover of Virginia State Trooper last month. Yes, the officer, admitted. He was. Open the glove box, and get that magazine out, said the driver to my other friend. And no crap. There was the magazine, with the trooper's picture on the cover. Will you please sign this for me? Asked my friend. And the trooper happily did. Bid them a good day, and left. Now, they could have made that story up, to amuse us around the drinking table. But my friend had that signed magazine framed, when he became a cop.
So there's your esoteric tip. Keep a magazine with a picture of your arresting officer on it. As a sort of get out of jail free card. If your vehicle is ever stuck at a railroad crossing there is a blue placard by the crossing lights with an emergency number. Call it and they will stop trains and call the local police for you. If you see the train coming and don't have time to call, run away from the tracks. They probably won't have time to stop. If you or someone you are with ingests a chemical they aren't supposed to and you aren't sure what it will do to you, don't immediately try to throw it up. Call poison control. Some do more damage coming back up and diluting them by drinking lots of water is better. You want to know which it is before you start shoving fingers down your throat. I was told a story of a child who ingested some type of drain clearing chemical during nap time in a daycare because the janitor left it out and this kid was little and little kids are kind of stupid. The teacher was able to find info on the cleaner in the supply closet, thanks OSHA, and had the kid chug water while the ambulance came. She would have killed him if she induced vomiting because it would have destroyed his esophagus coming back up. Something about how it reacted to stomach acid that always stuck with me. Also, don't leave Drano out around little kids. Drowning doesn't always look like drowning. It's not like in the movies, where people flail around and crap. Sometimes they just go under and drown. It can be anticlimactic so don't think that, because someone isn't panicking they aren't drowning. If you're outside on a field, golf course, football pitch, whatever, during a lightning storm and your hair on your arms or head suddenly starts standing up, Drop down immediately you're about to get struck. Never had any first hand experience with to this. But it was passed on to me by several old timers while I was working on a golf course as a teenager. If you fall through the ice and can reach the surface but can't climb out, place your arms out on the ice and don't move them. The cold will freeze your sleeves to the ice and your sleeves will help hold you out of the water in case you pass out. I got a book called Worst Case Scenario when I was in 6th grade for Christmas. I used the info about quicksand to get out of a sticky situation a couple summers later. Lose your pants and shoes. They'll just weigh you down more. Move slowly. Use an oral hiking stick. Lay it behind you. And slowly lay back on it to keep the rest of you from sinking as you slowly pull your legs out. This is another one I remember from the book that is relevant to me. I still haven't had to scare off a mountain lion, but at least once a year I go hiking through their territory. Make yourself look big. Talk in a loud and low voice. Pick up children and hold them close to you to look bigger. Don't turn your backs. They prefer to jump at your neck from behind. Never give 100% unless your life depends on it. Always keep 20% in reserve so you don't find yourself dead in the water when you cold helped it. That's right. All those push it 100% at 100% of the time advice will just run you into the ground until you're an emotional and physical wreck. When I was young I'd code until I fell asleep at the keyboard. Wake up. Then code some more. My reward for it was weeks in capped from carpal tunnel and an impacted nerve in the shoulder. If I'd stopped at 80%, I would've kept on trucking through those weeks spent recovering. As I got older, this 80% rule applies to money studying, new relationships, etc. If you're attacked by a shark and it refuses to let go, punch it in the gills as hard as you can, then stay calm while you wait for help. Easier said than done, but try to do it. You won't bleed out as fast. 
I heard of a young kid surviving a great white shark attack because he learned this from watching TV. There was even footage of him sitting there looking as calm as if this were a normal day on the beach while everyone around him was crying and screaming. Never attempt to shoot a bow without an arrow on it. This is called dry firing and it will 100% destroy your bow, 100% void your warranty and has a decent chance of injuring you, especially if it's a compound bow. Bows deliver an immense amount of energy to the arrow over the space of only a few inches. Without the arrow to carry away that kinetic energy, it instead builds up and is released when something breaks. If anyone is holding a gun to your head asking for the etymology of the word orchid, now you can tell them that it meant testicle in Greek. If they are going to drop your little sister from a tower, unless you reveal the origin of avocado, just point out that it comes from an ahuatl word for testicle. If they are screaming that they'll release your high school principal in sulfuric acid, if you don't give an etymological cognate of the word testify, tell them it's related to testicle because they both bear witness to things, be it a crime or your fertility. If they threaten to unleash piranhas on your in-laws, unless you tell them the etymology of toad, just let them. If you hit a power line pole with your car and the lines fall down, don't get out of your car. It is now Faraday cage. If you do have to get out, like your car is on fire, jump out with your hands at your sides and make sure both feet hit the ground at the same time. Then bunny hop away, but stay in your car until the power company kills the power. If a police officer wants to search your car, you can actually say no. Look for the exits in airplanes. The majority of people that survive a crash claimed they purposefully always look for exits when boarding. Contrary to what Jurassic Park would have you believe, the Tyrannosaurus Rex can see you if you stand still, so run. If you drive your car into a body of water and start sinking you most likely won't be able to open the door, but quickly roll down the window and you can get out. I had a friend die BC she did not know this. It's a life tip I wish I didn't have to learn through her passing. If you fall off a cruise ship, your pants can be used as a flirtation device. Do not sit on the sauna stove. If you don't have an ironing board, throw a wet rag in the dryer with your dress shirt and pants. It'll get out all the wrinkles in less than 10 minutes. Saved my ass so many times. Deer crossing signs on highways are there for a reason. Don't drive at high speeds waiting for someone else to hit one before it ruins the front end of your car. If a girl you don't know suddenly adds you on Facebook and wants to see your peen, that's a scam. They'll blackmail you. If you get lost in nature, stop moving. Don't try to find your way out. You will only move farther away from where the search for you will start. Once you've stopped, start building a shelter then start a fire if you can. Spend the rest of the time you have collecting things to burn without ever losing sight of your fire. Even if it's hot, fire will keep animals away at night and will make it easier for you to be spotted. I've seen a few kangaroo comments on here, but I'm gonna go in with my own. If you're driving and see a kangaroo on the road, slow down and then stop. Don't swerve. Often there's more than one, and if you swerve you can hit the ones following. If you do hit a roo there's two things to do. Do not keep driving. If it's still alive, but wounded do not get out of your car. They can do a lot of damage even, especially when hurt. Call your local ranger slash wildlife line to alert them and someone trained will come out. 
If it's dead, stop and get out. Try and pull it off the road to avoid more accidents. And call your ranger slash wildlife line to report a dead roo. Reporting is important. Females can be carrying joe eyes which can survive for days inside the pouch of a dead mother. If you are faced with an aggressive kangaroo, don't waste time getting behind them. They may not be able to hop backwards but they're fast. Best thing to do when approaching a roo is to bend down so as to make yourself shorter. They only stand to full height when preparing to fight, so you being straightened comes off as aggressive to them. Keep facing them as you back away. If one luck's ready to fight, trust me you'll know. Punch them in the face. Their arm strength is fractional compared to their legs, and they often punch each other before kicking, which is where the real danger is. Google what a kangaroo foot looks like if you're curious. If you punch them, they'll assume your legs are much more powerful and will hopefully back down. Of course I haven't tested the punching method myself, and I definitely advocate for not starting fights with kangaroos. But if you ever find yourself in that specific situation, if you wind up with gasoline on your face, slather on sour cream to negate the chemical burning. I learned that from poison control after getting a face full of gasoline. If you are in another country and someone much browner than you says the food is hot, it's really freaking hot. Never go in against a Sicilian when death is on the line. If you are running away from a runaway object, run to the side, not straight away. I'm looking at you Indiana Jones. If you get caught in a riptide or a current and pulled out into the ocean, swim parallel to shore until you're far enough away from that spot to have escaped it, then swim for shore. Also, learn the side stroke. If you find yourself stranded in open water for whatever reason, you can swim for hours without tiring yourself out using the side stroke. If someone ever has both hands on your throat, put your forearms between thighs and press them apart until they let go. Also, if you can grab their pinky and yank it in any unnatural direction, you control the whole hand. If you have to hit someone with your head, hit them with the hard part just between your forehead and the top of your head, so you don't hurt yourself. If the menu is sticky, don't order the fish. Don't stand behind a coughing cow. If you're ever buried in an avalanche, it may be hard to tell which way is up. After getting tumbled around spitting, we'll let gravity show you which way is down. Dig the opposite way. Hyperlipemia is somewhat common in donkeys, but frequently doesn't present as anything terribly unusual. So you need to be really watchful for dullness and decreased appetite, especially in older donkeys, during late pregnancy slash early lactation. And when your donkey already has another illness, or is recovering from surgery, a vet can diagnose it visually with a blood draw. So let one know if you notice unusual behavior in your animal. Always know where your towel is. If something feels off, leave. If you're stuck in a stampede, as soon as you get knocked down your chances decrease significantly. If this is the case, however, and you can't get up immediately, assume a protective posture with your feet tucked up and your hands covering your head. Try to position your face in the direction the crowd is moving, so you don't get kicked, and try to get back on your feet as soon as possible. If you go fishing and happen to get a hook stuck in you, it's better to push it through and cut the barb or the eye of the hook off and then pull it out. If you try to pull it out without cutting the barb off, the barb will actually catch under your skin and rip it. If you try to pull it out, don't ever put a light bulb in your mouth. 
you can get it in, but it won't come out without breaking. Pump action shotguns have a slide lock you need to keep pressed down, in order to be able to work the pump and chamber the first round after loading. It's typically a small tab located on the side of the trigger guard. Movies never show it, so people who've never used a pump shotgun before never know about it, and freak out thinking the gun is jammed or broken the first time they handle one. A startled armadillo will leap straight up with a surprising amount of force. Don't be leaning over one when you poke it with a stick. Learn to break fall. Go to some judo introductory class, and learn to break fall and forward roll, especially if you live in a country that has sub-zero winters. This one skill will save you a lot on medical bills and rehab. Wear sunscreen. Ladies and gentlemen of the class of 99, wear sunscreen. If I could offer you only one tip for the future, sunscreen would be it. The long-term benefits of sunscreen have been proved by scientists, whereas the rest of my advice has no basis more reliable than my own meandering experience. When getting pulled over turn on your hazard blinkers, as soon as you see the flashing blue lights, it says that you see them, and are going to comply. It makes them happy. Happy cop means less hassle. If you are stuck in fast, churning water, there's a good chance that it's moving in a circular direction like a washing machine. It'll keep you stuck and unable to get out. One of the things you should do is curl into a bowl and pop up in a start position. It'll pop you above the water. I did it when I fell out of a boat while white water rafting without knowing that it's what you should do and it saved my life. If you need to spell assassination but don't know how it goes, assassination. If your car starts overheating, put your heater on high heat and fan until you can safely pull over. If that doesn't help at all, you've got more serious issues going on. If you're attacked by a dog, feed it your non-dominant arm, then use your dominant to come down hard at the base of the skull. You're going to get married in a church. The priest, pastor, reverend, or whatever wants to have a meeting. If they ask questions about whether you live together or if you're having sex, life you are. If you admit you are there will be serious consequences and they may very well cancel your wedding in the church. If it's not a big deal to them, they wouldn't ask. If you have reservations about lying, especially to a clergy person, just know what will happen if you tell the truth. Edit, done autocorrect. If you're white water kayaking and you hit a rock, lean into the rock. It'll prevent you from flipping over and stabilize you. If you think someone is going to assault you, tell them, do I know your mother? Then jab the M in the eyes. Kangaroos can't hop backwards. Put your oxygen mask on before helping a child put this on. If you have a boner when you shouldn't, you can flex your muscles for about a minute to get rid of it. Eating a raw armadillo can give you leprosy regardless of how delicious it looks. If you're driving quickly, think highway speeds, and are about to hit a deer, do not hit the brakes. Either maintain your speed or even speed up a bit. When you brake, the front end of your car dips down. This can cause the deer you just hit to come through your windshield and possibly maim or kill you. If you maintain speed or speed up, you have a better chance of the deer going over the car rather than through the windshield. Your car is fricked either way but you have a better chance of walking away from the accident. If you ever find yourself in jail, do not under any circumstances accept anything as a gift. 
This includes pop tokens, food, bedding, water, a fricking a square of tissue paper. The person giving you this is working you and will see you as someone in their pocket. Expect any act of kindness in jail as an attempt to work you or con you. Nothing in jail is free, no matter how nice or how innocent the person comes across. Do not take anything or accept any favor from anyone. Jail sucks, but it sucks more when you're in the pocket of a professional inmate. You'll be under incredible risk of being forced to do things you don't want. Source, worked at a jail and saw multiple people get worked by professional inmates. When it comes to coral snakes, if red touches yellow you're a dead fellow, if red touches black you're okay jack. If you're having trouble against a video game boss, just try to reduce their HP to zero while keeping yours above zero. Works every time. If you are towing a trailer on a hitch behind your car and you start to feel it wobble back and forth, speed up a bit to straighten it out. It is counterintuitive and you're going to want to immediately slow down but don't. It will save your ass. If someone has you by the wrist, pull towards the gap between the pointer and thumb fingers. This is, fun fact, the only direction you can effectively pull point your arm can't phase through this, but it can get through the weakest spot of their grip. This hasn't saved my life, but has gotten me out of some uncomfortable situations. Lube. I created r slash life specifically for this type of advice. Entering or exiting a new building or doorway, most if not all doors are made to open towards the quickest way out. So if there was an emergency, you could quickly run through the doors without the hesitation of pulling it back. While it is supposed to be used for emergency purposes, I use that information, so I don't look like a fool pushing against a pull door. If you encounter a mountain lion, under no circumstances, turn your back to it. If you find yourself having to wank longer and longer to get off your desensitizing yourself and will lead to problems when you're not alone anymore, take some time off. If you have a gun pointed at your face and they ask where you're from just say my mom's vag and they'll most likely leave you alone. If you want to join the military check no on every single box no matter what. If you are at a bar, club, or any sort of similar place and the security slash bouncers say they want to talk to you over there. Do not go with them. Over there means not in cameras and away from people. It's essentially an invitation to get her ass beat or worse. Just leave the place. You are much better off at home than over there. If you start dating someone and you notice they have a history of violence slash heated temper leave quickly and do not look back. If you step into a war with the cabal on Mars. Whether you waned it or not, you should get to taking out their command one by one. Whenever you're in a situation where you need help immediately don't scream help. Most people will stay behind locked doors out of self-preservation. Scream fire. Ironically more people will likely come running out of self-preservation. If someone follows you to your car and demands your keys, chuck them as far as possible. Then run. More than likely, if you give them the keys. They will force you into the car with them, and you will most likely end up dead. If you walk to your car alone, always turn back the way you came, and wave. Most kidnappings are cased, and if the kidnapper sees that someone is making sure you get to your car, even if there isn't, they won't make a move. I wish more people, especially young women, knew these things. It's so hard to think of the best thing to do in the moment, but these tips could save your life.
Oh oh, oh oh, another one I just thought of. If you are somehow forced to drive somewhere by someone you don't know, crash the car, preferably into another car. This involves another person, possible police and takes control from the kidnapper, as well as halting your movement. Sounds counterintuitive, but better than being dead. If you're at a party with more than 5 people named Chad, get the frick out right away. I don't know if this is necessarily a very specific situation, since you can apply it every day in your life, but the advice has stuck with me. The best self-defense is preventative, I think. To some extent we all like to engage in the idea that we could somehow fight off an attacker if the time came. Doesn't matter if they have a weapon, be it a gun or a knife. It doesn't matter if you have martial arts experience or not. After all, who hasn't fantasized about what it they'd probably do if some psycho tried to kill them? Maybe you've even met a couple or slash I am veridus individuals who either brag about what they'd do differently in certain dangerous situations, or tell fantastical stories about all the fights they've won. The fact of the matter however, is that you could have all the fight training in the world and still be jumped and killed easily if you're not paying attention to what's actually going on around you. If some asshole is about to go randomly stab someone to death, they probably want to do it with the element of surprise, right? This is where the actual advice comes in, and it's something that, I hope, has helped me on more than one occasion. It has nothing to do with spin kicks and everything to do with just being perceptive. If you're out walking or going anywhere really, just acknowledge everything you see. However innocuous it may turn out to be, if someone is walking towards you from the front, make sure to look right at them, not in a creepy way. Just acknowledge their presence as you pass. Hear someone walking behind you? Nonchalantly turn your head back to peer at them. If there's a suspicious car, driving close to the street you're on, give a quick glance at the driver. Same thing with any other kind of off-putting sounds or people. Acknowledge their presence in a visible way and keep casually moving on. It sounds horribly paranoid, but it's not that hard to develop as a habit if you just start paying attention. It's sort of become my natural body language while I'm out, more so. When you're acknowledging the things around you, it not only makes you more aware of possible threats, but it also subconsciously signals to possible threats that you're more of a risk in terms of an attack, which deters them from making any kind of move. In the event of a hydrogen sulfide gas leak, get to higher ground. It is a heavy, flammable gas that will cause you to suffocate. Never walk into or away from a leak. Get to the nearest safe area if possible. Haven't seen this here yet, if you need to break a door down, don't try and rush it, or hit it with your shoulder as is done in some movies. Plant one foot well, and then kick hard with the other as close to the door knob slash lock as you can. Putting your weight into it, the goal is to break the lock or tear it out of the wall, especially if it's added on externally, rather than a bolt into the wall. Don't weld wearing one of those hoodies with dangling drawstrings. Don't. Don't. If you're waiting to turn across oncoming traffic, so left in countries that drive on the right slash right in countries that drive on the left, keep your wheels straight and don't start the turn till it's clear. If someone collects you from behind, you just get shunted forward. If you've started the turn, you'll get flung into oncoming traffic. If an atomic bomb goes off and you're out of the blast radius, you're supposed to crouch into a ball, plug your ears and open your mouth. 
Your open mouth acts like a subwoofer and keeps your eardrums from bursting from the sonic boom. When you're dealing with some who has a traumatic injury, think car accident, make sure you open their airway, even if this means moving their neck or back. A lot of people die because good Samaritans are too afraid of paralyzing someone to give them air. Better to be crippled than dead. When feeling overwhelmed, one bite at a time and you can eat an elephant. If you encounter someone with an object impaled in their eye, you need to do a couple things quickly. 1. Never pull it out. 2. Call an ambulance, or even better have someone else call, while you render aid 3. Cover the individual's good eye, it will make them less likely to move the eye. Your eyes move in unison and that will cause more damage. 4. Support the object with bandages or clean cloth. You really don't want that moving. All the while you should be talking to them in a calm supporting voice. Source, self-aid buddy care courses in the Air Force. If someone falls on and gets a light bulb stuck in their ass you can snake a balloon catheter around it, then inflate it as you pull, forcing the light bulb out. Maxi pads make great gauze for really bad wounds. If someone is gunshot or cut really bad and you think you can get a maxi pad quickly, use that, them. They are sanitary, absorbent and won't stick to the wound. They are tough enough to allow you to put on the pressure needed. Make sure to like and subscribe so we can watch together.